Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot. Hello, I'm Elizabeth Talbot. And I'm Maciel Davila Ferrer. And we are so happy you have joined us for our program number five in our series, Trusting God's Way. Trusting God's Way to the Promised Land, right? Which we're almost there. Every <laughs> chapter, we get closer and closer. Yeah, we haven't crossed over yet, mm-hmm. but we are getting closer. And Joshua is now the leader. Mm-hmm. Moses has died, and mm-hmm. he has commissioned Joshua to bring the people to the Promised Land. And we are going to find one of those stories that people sometimes try to make it I don't know, uh, a little more, um, I don't know, they try to veil it a bit mm-hmm. because a more it's a, yeah, acceptable, a more acceptable. Edit some details out. Yeah, because it's, it's like, well, who's an outsider? Who's an insider after all? This is, you know, have you ever felt like an outsider? Absolutely. So let me tell you, I, I grew, I was born in Nicaragua, in Central America. In but Nicaragua. When I, in Nicaragua, I'm oh, sorry. So um, Spanish. <laughs> all right. But I grew up in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, which is a place where a lot of people can't even pronounce. Yeah, so, I wouldn't be able to, and that's in uh, Canada? In Canada, yeah. Okay. So it's like the flat country. Everybody kind of skips through when they travel. But I started kindergarten, and I didn't speak English yet, and oh. I was in French immersion. And you didn't look like from I did Saskatchewan. It, for sure didn't. <laughs> also, I went to a public school, so I was the only kid that went to church on the weekend. Wow. I, I couldn't have felt more different so constantly. And you probably still remember it now I, that you're an adult. Keenly, yeah. keenly. Yeah, because people decide who's an outsider. Yes. Just sometimes some, by the accent, sometimes by the look by the color. Uh, I don't know. I mean, people decide. And in this case, obviously, it was pretty obvious because the person we're going to talk about uh, was a prostitute mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and obviously would be an instantaneous <laughs> outsider. Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, and the truth is some people have tried to make it more acceptable saying, she, well, she was just an innkeeper. Mm-hmm. And she had a, an empty room. Uh, she liked yeah, to yeah, host. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I, I remember a pastor, um, her name is Chris, that started a sermon that I'm never going to forget uh, on Rahab. And she said, well... She was who the Bible says she was. And I'm never going to forget that sentence mm-hmm. because sometimes, you know, the Bible is so honest and we're trying to make it, you know, like it's a little different. And, and, and we, if we edit out that detail, we edit out how amazing it was, the inclusion that we're going to see happen later exactly. in this Exactly. And this the chapter. grace of God. Yes, you know, certainly. And, and how God sees the heart mm-hmm. and, and how t- sometimes those who we think are outside are actually inside. Yes. And those who we think are inside are actually yes. outside. Yes. yes, her total transformation. Absolutely. And, and, and belief, mainly her, her confession about yes. God. And so we're getting ahead of ourselves. So we want to tell <laughs> you that we're, yeah, we're in Joshua chapter 2, where um, uh, Joshua is going to send some uh, spies uh, to Jericho. The Jericho is that city that we always think of and we see in the movies that mm-hmm. the walls Big came walls. down. Yep. And, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so he's going to send some uh, spies. And if you want to read chapter 2, verse 1. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Then Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two spies from Shittim. Go look over to the land, he said, especially Jericho. So they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. Yeah, and and I don't want to go into why they ended up there because I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. this was a good place to be that they would not be found out. Maybe it was because she, her house was on top of the wall, yeah. like the narrative says. Absolutely. So uh, we're not going to give motives because the Bible doesn't talk about that. It says that they ended up there and mm-hmm. they were actually surveying this city, which looked 
um, impossible to to go into, right? Imagine of, how thick those walls had to be that there was houses yeah, within yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jericho was what we call a city state mm-hmm. uh, with its own um, king and its own army, probably about two thousand people about five miles from the Jordan. They're not huge cities like we sometimes imagine that it would take them a whole day to go around it, but uh, definitely fortified, Mm -hmm. which means that they were feeling very secure, Mm -hmm. that nobody was going to able to, you know, to get there. And so uh, we have the spies going there, ended up in Rahab's house. So her profession already made her an outsider. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she hides them. She already is acting countercultural to the Absolutely. city that she belongs to. Yes, because she, she, I mean, these are people that probably will, she thinks, they're going to probably destroy her, yes. ci- her city. Yes. And, sh- and she's helping them already. And we see some of the motives when she ha- asks some specific questions. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. going to go over that. And, and one of the things I want to say is that she was an outsider because of many reasons. <laughs> you know, first of all, her profession. Yeah. She would have been marginalized even in her own society. Yeah, absolutely. On top of that, she was part of the Canaan, you know, yeah. nations that God said that they, they were going to, mm-hmm. you know, conquer. So for Israel to talk about a prostitute. Yes. And in this city, on the other side of the Jordan, it was like, I mean, a crescendo of demerit. Yeah, I mean, how bad yeah. can it get? For, we we really get a picture that she is on the very most possible edges of the people who don't belong. Yeah, absolutely. And so we're going to be quite shocked about how this story develops. So let's let's take it. Um, where where do you want to start? Because you said she she asked some questions, but I don't know how far you want to oh, go. Oh, sure. Uh, is nine too far? So yes, go ahead. Uh, eight and nine. Before Oops. the spies lay down. Uh, At night, she went up on the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord has given you this land because a great fear has fallen on us so that all who live in the country are melting in fear because of you. Yeah, this is interesting because this whole dialogue between her and the spies that she's actually hiding here Mm -hmm. um, starts with some kind of conviction that she seems to have because she doesn't say, well, maybe the Lord will give you this land. She says, I I know. know. I know the Lord's going to give We're so afraid. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this is quite a conviction. And on on top of that, she will give a testimony Mm -hmm. and uh, say of the the level of dismay that they're actually experiencing, right? absolutely. Yeah. Melting in fear because yeah, of you. Yeah, let's, let's read 9 and 10 together. Sure. And 11, maybe three verses in a row. And she said to them, I know that the Lord has given this land to you and that a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water from the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what he did for you in Sihon and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan. So he, she already gave two things here. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's interrupt for a moment here. Uh, she's given, you know, her, her conviction, her testimony that they heard what God has done and, and the fear that they're having, that they're melting. And then on verse 11, something amazing happens. So I'm going to read this. When, he, when we heard it, she says, our hearts melted and no courage remaining any man any longer because of you. For the Lord your God, He is God in heaven above and on earth beneath. Wow. This confession is one of the most complete confessions we have in all of the Old Testament. Wow. Uh, you know, that this is not one other God like mm-hmm. many other gods we have. No, mm-hmm. your God is the God in heaven and He is uh, God here on earth. Yeah. I mean, what a... 
uh, wonder where she got this idea from all the gods that they they were worshiping. You know, that's amazing. And this notion that she's just heard heard of the things that this god has done. Yes. And before long, they may see like they they realize that the Red Sea can't protect them. Yeah. The Jordan River might not be able to protect yeah, them. Yeah. She's realizing that this god is really really powerful. Yes. So she's having all this. Um, uh, how could I say reinforcing loop that I mm-hmm. always like to say conviction testimony the dismay the confession and now she asks for a guarantee yes. that's how that's how sure she is Amazing. that they're going to take mm-hmm. over this city and she says you got to promise me something so let's read verses 12 and 13 now then please swear to me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family because I have shown kindness to you give me a sure sign I want a guarantee here mm-hmm. verse 13 that you will spare the lives of my father and mother my brothers and sisters and all who belong to them yeah and that you will save us from death and you actually they did promise it is it's very interesting because they said to to the to her yes you and whoever is in the house mm-hmm. with you mm-hmm. we're actually gonna save we're gonna spare and and this guarantee is a very it's an oath actually that mm-hmm. they take on verses 12 and 13 they take uh, that she asked for on verses 12 and 13 she she will get this from them and she will be at peace you know and they well, said well you're on the wall we will do what you say and you have to do something very specific oh go, yeah go, go, go what, it was such a difference between her and her certainty yeah just promise me and the melting fear that everybody else is feeling yes because yeah. right now she's about to get a guarantee of a salvation that nobody else is qualified for. Exactly. And and I want to make this point very clear because we live in a society that stigmatizes people mm-hmm. and decides who is in and who mm-hmm. is out. Mm-hmm. This woman who was a prostitute, who was an outsider by her language, by her gods, by everything, all of a sudden comes to believe in the God of Israel and yes. becomes an insider, which would be, you know, something that they would not have been accustomed to. Absolutely. You know, no, and, no, for her, there's no fear. There's no fear. I can't, sorry, I just get really stunned yeah, by how Absolutely. Confident she is. Absolutely. And and an outsider is always one confession away from becoming an insider yes. in the kingdom of yes. God. Just one confession yeah. away, you know? And so um, they they give her a very specific sign uh, that I think is a very important one. It's actually a sign that they request. Uh, verses 17 and 18. The man said to her, This oath you made us swear will not be binding on us unless when we enter the land you have tied this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down and unless you have brought your father, your mother, your brothers and all your family into the house. See, I think it's very important because um, I think it's very similar to the Passover sign of the Exodus that all the doorposts that had the blood of the lamb, the the judgment, the angel of judgment Mm -hmm. would pass over, right? In this case, she has to put this cord but it's not just a regular cord, it's a scarlet cord, it's a red cord. That it's can't a, be a coincidence. Yeah, no, I don't think it's a coincidence <laughs> because there's so many symbols um, like this in mm-hmm. the Old Testament that point to who will be spared of the judgment, mm-hmm. who will be saved. And there's always the symbols of the blood of Christ, you know, from uh, and throughout the whole Old Testament and New Testament. What I'm amaz- sure that these are symbols, you know. What an amazing symbol as well that her household already belongs, that her household is already claiming faith in God. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That, is, that is really great. And and actually, the early church fathers of the Christian era, they already found that this was a symbol, that the red cord mm. was not just anything. It's not something we are coming up with now. That right. 
that, that they even realize, wow, this must be a symbol like the Passover lamb's yes. blood on the doorpost was. So she will be passed over, and, and we will have another program, two programs from now, on the actual um, taking over of Jericho mm-hmm. and how it was fulfilled, how she was saved and she was spared because she did put this cord by faith, right? And and then she ends up having a front row seat to a very significant miracle. (laughs) Absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. And she will be uh, called uh, among the heroes of faith in mm-hmm. Hebrews 11. You know, there's a chapter in Hebrews 11 that talks about all these people that did things by faith. Well, Rahab shows up there. It says, by faith, she did this. Yes. So she had to believe in something greater than herself. And it wasn't it wasn't her uh, status. It wasn't her profession. It was the belief in this God that was doing these miracles. And she had to submit herself to that yeah. God. And so by faith, she did that. So everybody, no matter where you are, no matter at home, how on the outside you're feeling, perhaps yeah, yeah. Some of your personal mistakes that you've made Absolutely. think I'm disqualified for yeah. this grace, for the salvation. Yeah, we have a message for you yeah, today. Yeah, destruction is at my door. Yeah. No, you no. can be passed over too. You are yeah, yeah. You belong on the inside. Yeah. Absolutely. And you're one confession away from yes. becoming an insider. Yes. And Rahab not only was spared, mm-hmm. but she, God had a big purpose for her, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> Tell us about it. Tell us yeah, about Yeah, because Rahab became the mother of Boaz, mm-hmm. who eventually married Ruth, who was another outsider, a Moabite. Yes. And she shows up in Matthew 1 in the genealogy of Jesus. Amazing. She's part of, you know, the line through which the Messiah was going to come. She's and, definitely uh, yeah. on the inside. Like, yes. A-lister. No, absolutely. <laughs> Not just part of the group, but she will yes. have a purpose yeah. in there. So I, I think it's very important to understand that salvation by faith and purpose by faith is something that we need to learn that mm-hmm. perhaps there's things in the past or maybe your upbringing was kind of dark and maybe you know you were unwanted by your parents anything that Part could have a happened story that makes you who you are yeah and god will not only accept you yeah. but use you for his glory and all of god's salvation promises are true and we can trust his word this is god's way yes. right that's why the series is called trusting yes <laughs> god's way but we you can become part of god's God's people by faith in the blood of the Lamb, like, mm-hmm. like, like that red scarlet cord. You can be in the inside. And I think we want to invite all of you that at some point in your lives have felt like outsiders. We want to tell you it's not what qualifies us for salvation. It is who qualifies us for salvation. And the one who qualifies us is Jesus. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus101institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus101media. Until next time, live free. Woohoo!